coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest. With mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland, Oregon, it's the Northwest Convergence Zone. All right, everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone Show. Big D here with you, as I am each and every week with this cast of characters that I have around me. Great bunch of guys. We got uh, Squeeze, Wonder Boy, The Saint over there, Double D. How you doing? Doing great. Good. Love this new snow we have. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Well, as we're recording, it's got a little. there's got, some snow on the ground. But we by got the time a, about a quarter of this, an inch. Yeah, well, but by the time people listen to this, it, it'll be a faint memory. I'm a, yeah, so I'm everybody's afraid. freaked out about a quarter of an inch. <laughs> but it is, hey, it's it's the week leading up to Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to all you guys. Uh, mine will be interesting. I will be moving. Yes. From one house to far, another. Far, far away. <laughs> but uh, we, hey, we have more important things here. You know, we had a really cool event that we were a part of on Friday. And uh, during that event... As we said we were going to do last week on the podcast, we announced our newest member to the podcast team, to the Northwest Convergence Zone. And like a good trooper, he's here today, Justin Gimsey, the Gimmer. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm glad to be back on the side of the mountains, alive and well. You and had quite the trip. Tell us just a little bit about your your travels and your trials? Uh, well, Big Wheel Stunt Show, we went over to Ellensburg uh, and played last night and did a did a just little stay over the night deal and uh, the pass was nice going over and all my anxiety and fears were thrown out the window. <laughs> coming and back? And then coming back, that was a different story. Not that so was, much. It was a long trip. <laughs> I was basically huddled just in the back with my stocking cap over my eyes so I couldn't see anything <laughs> and then everything's just fine then it's a big, I'm, I'm big that, white out going on well I'm that kind of a passenger you know yeah. you're not doing the backseat backseat driving no that's because I am a backseat driver uh, that's why the thus you know you know how they blind horses when they don't want them to get all too excited <laughs> you pull your, that your was cap me. down yeah. very good all right yes. well for those of you who don't know uh Justin Justin is the drummer of a band local band big wheel stunt show and he's also a Tacoma boy Knows a lot about Tacoma, has had a fascinating uh, life, I believe. He's very knowledgeable Aww. about lots of different things, sports, <laughs> pop culture. And uh, we, we talked to several people and, you know, put the word out and we found our guy, the Gemmer. So, Gem, we're mm, going yes. to give you the Big Ten, brother. The Big Ten, I'm ready. Yeah, so people get to know you. All right. And normally we, we reserve this for a big time guest. Ooh. But you are our big time co-host now. So, all right, Gem, what's your favorite food? My favorite food is pizza. <laughs> that has got to be our number one answer. Man. Uh, what kind of car are you driving? I'm driving my wife's Volkswagen Jetta right now. <laughs> <laughs> my Silverado is... Uh, it's in Double D's it garage. Just stares at me in the driveway and yes. mocks me. Uh, your favorite team? Sports team? Mm, I'd have to go... I'm, I'm going to go with the Huskies. All right. Very good. Yeah. What was your first paying job? I was Legal paying my job. first paying job. <laughs> I rode the bus out to uh, the BNI, and I worked in the gardening section, of which there was nobody else in the gardening section. So I 
quote ran, ran the garden so i was you know i was the 16 year old guy out there telling old ladies that you know you want to make sure that you get a little bit of sunlight with this plant <laughs> and um you know and they're all he's such a nice young boy so, so you actually worked at the bni i worked at the bni See, uh, and the rest of us we just we worship the bni you yeah. worked there yeah do you ever man. get to go back and like hang out with ivan no i I'd, I'd go see him though yeah, yeah? oh yeah very cool. He's, he how, was, how, Taco- how much more South Sound and Tacoma can you get? That's I awesome. worked at the BNI. And All then right. I got fired from the BNI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we expect that. Uh, what's your favorite tool? My favorite tool? Uh, I don't know, probably my Leatherman, my multi tool. We get that a lot, That's too. A big, yeah. big number one. All right. Uh, first album or CD you ever bought? First album I ever bought was a 45, and that was Sticks. Uh, too much time on my hands with the backside nice. of Snowblind. Look at that. He remembers, pulled it right out. Bam. For you, what's a can't miss TV show right now? Can't miss TV show is, um, it just ended. It was uh, East Eastbound and Down, season oh, two. Oh, I heard good things about that. Excellent show. Not for you young children out there, no. but for the rest of you, yes, it's fine. It's rated TV, M-A-V-S-B, whatever. Very much, <laughs> yes. What's your favorite all-time movie? My favorite all-time movie. You mean if you just had to throw away all the rest of the movies? Yeah, I mean if you had to wa- if you had to sit down and watch one movie, you're like you have one movie left before you're getting executed. <laughs> I'll go with. Well, in that case, I'll go with it's the a, Green Mile. I'll go with It's a Wonderful Life. Because <laughs> even at the end, I'll go. I know he's gonna, I'm the, my angel's going to show up. He's going to save me. <laughs> Ring those bells. I'm, everything's going to go back in time. Okay. Everything's going to be fine. Outside of your own, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's just say a major show. What was the last major concert you attended? Last major concert? Yeah, you know, that you actually went on to like Ticketmaster or uh, bought tickets or that whatever. That would be the Black Keys at the Showbox Soto. Oh, very nice. Very and that nice. was a fantastic, fantastic show. And they had an opening act. I don't like talking bad about other bands, but this one I'll talk bad about because they didn't even say who they were. <laughs> and it was like, it was a, uh, there was really? like 2,000 people in the place. It was just a resounding sigh when they were finally done. Oh, I've been to like, some of those. I was like, come on, man. Yeah. All right. If we're all sitting around at a restaurant or whatever and uh, Double D's buying around for everybody, what's, what, what's your favorite drink? What are you having? Um, I'll probably stick with a, a Hefeweizen or something like that. So I, you're a beer guy? I am. I, I I like gin and tequila as well, but they're not always my friends. And he's cheap, so he's buying and I beer. And I don't want to, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't want to get on his bad side. <laughs> and the last of the Big Ten, what is your favorite place in the Northwest? My favorite place in the Northwest? Are we talking town? Yeah, well, you know, uh, where's your happy place in the Northwest? Where if you... You know, I'm going on a day drive, or I'm going to go hang out, or what, what, where are you heading? Uh, I would actually say the coast, down by probably Westport area. That's on a sunny my, day, rainy day, it doesn't matter. You doesn't, just, you're it there. doesn't matter. I've been, my family, we, we vacationed there constantly growing up on both sides of the, you know, of Grace mm-hmm. Harbor there. So, you know, I've been there where it was, you know, you thought, 
you know, Noah was going to be rolling in, knocking on doors, saying, "Ready? Are you ready?" And uh, you got the two by twos. And then the heat waves when it was like seventy three degrees. Yeah, there, oh, everybody's know. like in bikinis. I know it's the weirdest thing, and and <laughs> you know, and people say, you know, you ever go swimming out there? And no. it's like, I heck yeah, if you can stay out there for two minutes in that water, you're numb. You're great. Yeah, so then you don't feel it anymore. Yeah, it's it's you're well, like an ice cube warm, floating, but, like bobbing in the in the sea. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, before we, uh, you know. Obviously, you're part of the team now, and uh, we don't need to rehash this over and over. But tell the people a little bit about some of the interesting things you've done. I know you were a sports writer, and uh, you went to school right here in town. Just give us a synopsis of the Gimmer. I uh, yeah, I was born in, born here in Tacoma back in '73, and went to Tacoma Baptist High School. And- Played several sports, didn't do a lot of school work. In the Sports Hall of Fame. I, I actually At am. the big TBS. Yeah. Um, I went on to several different colleges and uh, had a good time not getting my degree for <laughs> fi- five and a half years. Um, so, yeah, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've worked uh, as a sports writer. I wrote, wrote for four business magazines. I worked in IT for several years and got out of it. As many people say, you know, I'm burnt out. I'm never going back into it. And then, of course, then you see a job right. posting. Kind well, of it's like, wow, it. I'd like to make that money. Right. And then, like, six months later, you know, you're wondering why you're chewing your fingernails off. So you're way too qualified for this show, is well, what it sounded like. No, well, no, it's just it's kind of a uh, personal planned regression. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we could be a part of that downslide. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good to have you on, brother, and we're excited about the things to come. It's going to be great, man. Hey, Thanks, buddy. Uh, listen, we were in up in uh, Seattle at uh, the Hard Rock Cafe in downtown. We were all hanging out. We ran into our good friend T.K. Kasnick, who is a local comedian, and uh, so happens that the Seattle International Comedy Festival is going on, and we got a little backstage uh, interview action going on and a little scene a little look at the uh, the the scene going on behind the the stage and it was pretty cool here's how that went hey everybody this is big d and i am here with the gang at the hard rock cafe in downtown seattle where the uh, seattle international comedy competition is going on and we ran into our good friend tk kasnick tk how you doing oh i've been really good tonight how about you i am doing great it's always fun to see you and uh, you've been down here as staff at this uh, the comedy competition but from what i hear you have a big event coming up right before thanksgiving yourself tell us about that that's right i had to take wednesday off from the competition because i have my own twisted show coming up at the seattle comedy underground on wednesday starts at eight o'clock it's only ten dollars and the proceeds go to the center for sex positive culture so now tell us about the show i know this is your your the naughty show but you know (laughs) it's it's thanksgiving's coming up you know times are stressful things are stressful the family's coming over what can people expect? And is this like, is this going to be a good time to just kind of, you know, release some of that tension and, 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 you know, and then gear up for the big holidays? That's absolutely why I'm doing it when we're doing it. Because the next day you're going to be sitting with grandma and she's going to be telling you how she's got this new yarn to make doilies with. And while that's so stimulating, maybe you need a little adult time before you do that and get to know your sister's kids. So... (laughs) 
you might as well come on down and get a little naughtiness, adult naughtiness on. It looks like we're going to have some kinky hypnosis going on, as well as Megan Flaherty, a great comedian, has just moved into the area. Travis Simmons will be down. Justin Haynes will be up from Tacoma. We have Natara Ashling going to do some really sexy, sensual-type 40s talking. Oh, it's so good. And then we have a drag queen that's going to do a little bit from Avenue Q. We have a guitarist, Christy Shaw, that's going to be up. It's going to be a really full show of really great stuff. So this is Wednesday. That's this coming Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. And it is in downtown Seattle at the uh, Comedy Underground. Yep. And what is the, what's the time and how much is it costing? Where can people get tickets for this? You can actually go to the comedyunderground.com and click on there to buy tickets at only $10. So you should definitely come down with Absolutely. your spouse or someone else that you really want to spend time with, if you know what I mean. It starts at 8 o'clock, so come down and get some good seats around 7.30, and it's at 109 South Washington Street. So come on down. It's going to be a really good time. And while there's naughtiness, it's no more naughty than what you've been thinking while you're at lunch in the middle of your work day. <laughs> and getting in trouble for looking at it on the computer at work. Oh, that's you, not me, honey. <laughs> but And that's great. I think that's fun. I hope everybody uh, that, that can make it will go down there. And it's this year, it's a benefit. Yes, it's actually a benefit for the Center for Sex Positive Culture. As you can know, it's gotten a little cold. And, well... The heat bills are a little high when you walk around naked. So we're doing this benefit to help pay the bills at the center. It is a foundation, and it is a 501c3, so it, it really does rely on volunteers and benefactors, just like any other charity. Very good. That's excellent. I'm glad you're doing that. Now, you're here as a staff member of the Seattle International Comedy Competition that's been going on for the last what's few weeks. Yes, we do 23 and 20, 23 shows in like 26 days. It's a little crazy. That is insane. But tonight is the finals of the semifinals. Is that correct? Yes, it's the very last night to make the finals. And we have three people that are pretty much a shoe-in, pretty much. And then there's three or four people that are really fighting for those last two spots. So when the finals happen, which is next weekend, how many... Uh, how many comedians are left to compete for the top spot? So there'll be five left after tonight, and we have a show. We take Monday off. There'll be a show Tuesday, Wednesday. They'll be on Vashon Island if you live out there. Um, we have Thanksgiving come back Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday. We uh, I guess Saturday we're in Bremerton, so we do get around. Wow. Sunday is our final show at the Moore Theater here in downtown Seattle, and I must say that I have not heard just once, but many, many times from the judges who have been around and people who have seen the show that this is the best group of semifinalists and potential finalists that they've had in many years. So tell us, as we stand right now, as we, as we podcast this week, who's in guaranteed and who do you think is going to uh, do well, maybe walk away with that? What do you, you got any predictions? Oh, I have some predictions. Oh, my gosh. Um, one thing I have to say is that these people are all, all are uh, headliners all over the U.S. and they travel to the U.S.O. So we're not talking about beginners here, but I'm looking at Billy Wayne Davis, Augie Smith, and Drew Barth pretty much locked in for the finals. And there's about three people that really could come through and take those last two spots. It's These guys are so good, you can't tell which ones are going to end up there. Tonight will be the deciding factor. 
And what is the uh, what, what are they what are they winning? What what does the the one who walks away with it all, who gets crowned the uh, top comedian, what are they what are they getting? Well, there's fifteen thousand dollars in prizes and and cash. That's actually true. Uh, cash and prizes that come out of this. The fine the winner of of everything that's going to take it all is five thousand dollars. Plus they get a recording contract with Uproar Entertainment and a one thousand dollar pre-bonus on that so it's really exciting because it really can kick boost somebody's career yeah well that's not too shabby on the prize front and they get tons of publicity i know it's a it's a real nice moniker to put on your career to win any comedy uh festival but the seattle one seems to be special now i know that you have some friends that are involved in this and you caught up with some of them you want to share the, who that is Oh, this is our friend Drew Barth here. He's fantastic. He's definitely going to make the finals, I believe. Um, what it is that's special about him is that he is consistent every time. He's clean, and people love him. He could be on TV tomorrow, and I wouldn't be surprised if in the short future we do see him on TV. Drew, and uh, how, how's the experience been for you in the comedy competition? And, uh, you know, did you come in? thinking, oh, I know I have a shot, or were you like, I wonder who's coming in? What, what, what's the process been for you? Well, first of all, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, it's, uh, this is the second time that I've done it. I knew coming into it, just looking at the, the names of the people that, I, that were coming in, I knew most of them most by reputation, and I knew that this was going to be tough and you know really down to the wire. These are seasoned veterans. These are people who are professional. They spend you know their entire year on the road uh doing every hellacious gig you can possibly imagine and uh they're trial by fire and it's uh it really shows when we've gone to some of the tougher venues and they always pull out something i'm just i honestly it's just a it's just a huge accomplishment for me to still be standing with all these people right now well now as a as a competitor in the competition take us through the uh the, the process of you, you Obviously, you just showed up. Got something going on. I, you know, take us through the process of they call your name up. You get up. How many? How much time do you have? You know, uh, is is what's going through your mind? Does it go real fast, or does the time slow down? And then to the time you come off, or you have to hear the judges. What is that like as a competitor? Well, it's uh, first of all the waiting, uh, as Tom Petty so eloquently put it. The waiting is the hardest part. Uh, whether you're going up first or last, I mean whether you get it out just done right immediately and then you have to wait around for the rest of the night or you're sitting around listening to how well everybody else is doing can make it incredibly difficult as well. But once you go on stage, the one thing that really does pay off is if you simply keep it about yourself in a way. If you can be a little bit selfish and you can think to yourself, all I have to do is just do the very best to my ability, that really pays off. If you ignore everything else, if you ignore all the other competitors and just know that they're going out there doing the very best that they can do, if you go out and do the very best that you can do, that's going to set you up for the best possibility to move on. What's the most uh, difficult part of the, that, that whole process and what is the most rewarding? I think taking into account the crowd each night because we've played so many different venues and dealing with very different crowds and atmospheres knowing how to kind of change some material on the fly. Something that may have worked the previous night has no chance of working the following night. So you've got 10 minutes and up on stage to figure out the next joke I'm going to tell 40 seconds from now may not work. So you're kind of hot swapping things in your brain. That's probably the most difficult thing. And then just the most rewarding thing is just getting to the end, stepping off stage and saying, what just happened? 
<laughs> well, it sounds the like grows too. The first preliminary week they get five to seven. Now they're at ten to twelve, and this following week in the finals they get fifteen to twenty minutes. That's a long time. That's a lot of time to fill, and it sounds like you've come prepared. Do you have a website or any a MySpace account? Any place that people can come check you out? Yeah, uh, I've got a www.drewbarth.com, and uh, also as with everybody else, find me on Facebook and. Uh, I'll keep you in touch. All right, Drew, thank you for coming on. Good luck, and let's have you in the studio sometime, and we can spend more time together. Best of luck in the competition. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hey, it's TK Kasnick on the spot out here helping you meet some of these people from the Seattle Comedy Competition, which is really great. So you should listen to these great people. First person I'm going to introduce you to is a former winner of the Seattle International Comedy Competition, and his name is Drake Witham. How are you doing today, Drake? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for uh, for having me and having us. Competition has been great this year, and uh, we're, we got one more night going on. How do you feel that this competition this year compares to the year that you won? I wouldn't even have got out of the first round. I'm glad I did it when I did. These guys are much better than me. I know you're joking because you're a very funny guy yourself. What you've been up to besides coming back here to help us out with the competition? Just uh, like like any comic, just trying to get work and uh, trying to do something and still be a comedian and do as few cruise ships as possible. And uh <laughs> No, no, I love that cruise ship work for anyone that's listening to that. But uh <laughs> this guy's been on it. But, uh, yeah, just, uh, just working and, uh, you know, trying to do more. What would be the one thing that you would recommend to somebody who makes the finals to try and win the contest? Just focus only on the numbers and the con no, no. Just to uh, be yourself and go out and, and have fun. It's a, it's a very hard thing. This competition goes on for like a month, and you get really uh, people can get into their heads a little bit looking at all the numbers, and you have to kind of forget about that and just go up and perform. And okay. you know, you need some breaks. So. That's very nice, because I know that that is really true. I've watched these guys get really, really tired. This next person is Eddie Pence. He doesn't look too tired tonight, although I don't think he's shaved for three weeks, because no, he's, he's probably been, leave, he's been living on someone's couch, I'm sure. So please say hi to Eddie Pence. Hello. How you guys doing? How do you, do you think you're going to make the finals? No, I don't. I'm tied for fourth slash fifth place right now, and uh, I've... Uh, I've been on a steady decline the last two nights, so I think I'm going to book my airplane ticket tonight, and that way I don't have to worry about finding accommodations for the next week. Well, I've seen your act, so I think maybe you might want to save your money because it'll be $150 when you have to change your ticket. So you, you do something that a lot of comedians don't do, which is to be very, very active and very, very physical. How is that different from other comedians? Um, I... I'm not a very good writer, <laughs> um, is how that, that's pretty much how, I really admire a comic that can stand behind a microphone and not move and make an audience really laugh without say, without moving or anything, like I have to like, I just feel like I have to move around and explain things and make a picture on the stage to get my point across. Well, I do think that I just can't believe how accurate your giving birth to a giraffe is on stage and every night you jump up in the air and then fall six feet onto the onto the stage do you have bruises from all this um i do uh whenever i don't take my pen out of my pocket i have a huge hip bruise and i'm really good at that because i come from a long line of veterinarians <laughs> thank you eddie we're gonna go over here to aj finney hey aj how you doing i hear you've been struggling with laryngitis through this whole 
Competition? I have, but now I'm just struggling with holding back the tears. Well, that's very positive. Uh, do you need some vitamin D? <laughs> I know that you don't come from here, and it's very dark and rainy. It is, but you know what? Seattle's been amazing. Like, I've had a wonderful time out here, regardless of what numbers are. Like, everyone has been great. I've had the opportunity to, uh, to work with a lot of great comics and meet a lot of great comics, including yourself. Oh, thank you. You're sweet. I think I'm the only girl left associated with the Seattle Comedy Competition, <laughs> and I'm on staff. Why do you? I do take awesome pissers. Thank you. But why do you think women don't make the the cut when it comes to this competition? Oh, that's simple. They cry more than I do. Oh. So if you cry less and you suck it up, you'll make it further in the in the competition. Yeah, that's why I'm low right now. I'm crying a little too much. Oh, I'm from Kansas City. The nice part about Seattle, though, is it rains enough you can barely tell their actual tears. I try to say that it's salt water, but uh, the guys have busted me out. <laughs> well, I've heard you talk about being from Kansas City and being a Native American slash Irishman. Uh, yeah, or an alcoholic, that's basically. Well, yes, um, but do you feel that that really helps give you more material? Uh, yeah, because the stories that come from being an alcoholic are ridiculous. Uh, I hit a pole one time and drug it to a party at the afternoon, a street pole. Like, it was uh, pretty awesome. Were you planning to have strippers dance on it? You were just planning ahead? No, uh, actually, I just thought it was an awesome gift. I was like, no one's ever done this, and I was probably 16 beers in, and then I realized it was my friend Tom's daughter's 12-year-old birthday party, and I'm not allowed at their house anymore. Well, thank you, AJ. Can we find you anywhere online? Uh, yeah, anywhere there's a jail, probably. Um, but yeah, you can find me at uh, ajfinney.com. How about you, Eddie? Where can we find you? Uh, EddiePence.com. He says com. And last but not least, Brad Brake. How are you doing today? Uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, suffering from a cold. It's right down in my throat, and, uh, <clears throat> and I got the kidney failure. And, and, and um, <clears throat> my ankles are sore. I heard yeah. that you had a wild night last night. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, you know, I just want to let loose. Uh, I took my clothes off at Sherry's, and then I walked into the kitchen, and, and I was looking for Felipe. And it was really funny. I guess you had to be there. And I, too, am physical, and it was physical. And uh, it will get physical tonight. So what do you have to say about the truck driver that followed us after you mooned him out the car window? I, I love that truck driver. It's a road trip. And uh, you know what? I'm going to Vegas, baby. Going to Vegas. Going to Vegas. What do you plan to do after this competition? I plan to do a lot of crystal meth. I hear <laughs> that Eastern Washington is great on, like, you know, I, I figure, you know, if my career can't get any worse. Uh, um, I've been dead last i'm like the seattle mariners i mean you're just you're just playing now just for a paycheck it's kind of pathetic i'm ken griffey jr i'm falling asleep in the on the bench and i'm really not putting the full effort into it like i can now really when there when i did put the effort into it i finished first and i will remember that night but it, i'm bipolar first or last baby well, you're I either heard, first or last. I heard that although you came in last many nights, you came you're in You're either first or last. <laughs> you came in first the other night. 
First place. You know, I, I skipped the night. I didn't even show up. I was at a football game with my shirt off. Go Huskies. I to put things in perspective. Football, comedy, I'm going to go to a football game. Now, I take comedy very seriously, but this is subjective. Now, do you like Queen? No. Some people love Queen. Get that smile off your face. Queen? Get your smile off your face right there now. You either like Stone Cold Steve Austin, you like chocolate ice cream. Some people like chocolate ice cream, some people like a vanilla ice cream. You make me sick. This is the way it is, a subjective thing. It's not about who's better than anybody else. All these sons of bitches come out here and they'll blah, blah, blah. But what I'm going to do tonight, I'm going to shock the world. What you saw on Thursday ain't nothing. Ain't no damn body going to take me tonight. Because I'm going to take... I'm going to take this sub bitch to a whole different level. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Well, I'm really appreciative. Brad Rick, can we find you online anywhere? Uh, you can find me at the, uh, I have food stamps. Uh, uh, you can find me on the corner, I, uh, Real Change. Uh, uh, Bradbreak.com, but nobody ever goes on it. Uh, and, uh, and uh, MySpace is in here. I know, no, there's no more. There. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> you can find me on RedTube, Pornhub, <laughs> Wank Spider. Well, thank you, Brad Brake. I'm going to turn you back over to the Daryl Fortune and the crowd who's been really nice to come up here to the Hard Rock Cafe and, and interview all the guys involved in the Seattle International Comedy Competition. All right, I want to thank TK for that. That was uh, that was really cool. It was very nice of her to uh, take us. What do you think about that double D? We were like up in the green room of the. That was pretty cool to be actually the be Hard Rock. The, yeah. The, sure. the most fun part though was when they had the line of all the people coming down the stairs, waiting to get upstairs. Yeah, they're they all, all had tickets, tickets or waiting. they're buying tickets to get in, and uh, all yeah. of a sudden there's like the five of us and they're pushing them all aside and they're taking us right up the stairs and you could hear the comments as we went by. You know, who are those guys? What? What's so, going on? Who are so you So it was guys? the line of the beautiful people, right? And then you and, guys uh, come all And that's why up, they were right? all wondering, what the hell's yeah. going on? It's, yeah, they, <laughs> must, the ugly competition was before <laughs> the comedy competition like started. 20 great comedians and five bad-looking dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One really fat guy on stage. But, uh, yeah. no, we had a good time. So, uh, but, anyway. then the, but then they let us out the back door. No, they didn't even no, let us. They let us. We went out the service entrance. What are you talking about down the back door, dude? They put us in the elevator, and we went down, and we were lost. We're like wandering around. There's <laughs> well, all these signs that the say "Rock this way," and you're like, "This way? No, this way." And the signs are all pointing different ways. And yeah, and then we came out the employees' entrance. We did. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you were like, uh, "You're not wearing your your pens and buttons. What are you doing? Where's your? Uh, I don't know. Where's your menu?" And I'm like, "We're out of here, man." His flare. What, what? He wasn't wearing a flare. I wasn't aware. I wasn't wearing any flare. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it was a good time. So thanks to them. Hey, that's the end of uh, our first segment. And don't go anywhere because the interview we have lined up in our next segment is unbelievable. Let's get out of here with a. Uh, Tacoma legendary band, the Sonics, and this is The Witch.
She's the witch. 